St. Louis Live. Right. My name is Chris Denman at St. Louis Live. We're on 920 AM WGNU. Streaming live at WeAreLiveRadio.com. We've got Michael Gaines in the house. What's up, Michael? Happy Thursday. Travis Terrell, everybody. Good morning, St. Louis. I feel like they should do that, but do it for a film. Hey, we got plenty, plenty on tap today. First things first, you guys need to come see us June 3rd at Off Broadway. It's the newest installment of Target Practice Live. Offbroadwaystl.com is where you get your tickets. Really appreciate everybody tuning in. Yesterday, first show back in uh, in the AM waves. And we're excited to be back. This is day number two. If you want to text in, call in 314-880-0808. And right off the bat, before I even had to say anything, Richard Prichard uh, thanking Travis for how he woke up. I'll just say that. I'm sure it was absolutely hilarious and completely appropriate for a morning show. It was. Hey, we'll get to your uh, fair foul topic. Yesterday we gave away two tickets for the first St. Louis Live to a Cardinals game. I'll let you know what the prize is here in a bit. Probably a gift certificate to Fairway Automotive. Not probably. We'll do a gift certificate to Fairway Automotive. Uh, I believe that's for $25, and we'll do a listener-submitted fair or foul. We'll announce that later in the show. Guys, it's pouring. Uh, it's depressing. There's a lot of feelings that uh, the word gray, I guess, would it's come cold. to mind. Yeah. I don't like cold. How are we feeling? Everybody, are, are you peppy on the second day of St. Louis Live, even with this? I hate to go straight into weather talk, but this this is a, a fierce reality. Where Look, I right absolutely now. understand how miserable the weather is, and it has hit many parts of the area very hard, especially when it comes to flooding. And uh, to to all those who are out there, who are uh, struggling, obviously, to protect their property, uh, our hat's off to you. Uh, but remember, today is, again, another day. So I feel good. I feel blessed. I'm happy to be here for our second go. I, indeed, made it on time before 7, o- that, 7 a.m. That's, that's a big story. If you follow us on social media uh, right now, you can just follow the We Are Live Facebook page and the private friends group, Friends of Wall. Lots of discussion if Travis was going to make it here. This is two days in a row. You're on time. Not only on time, uh, but I beat the folks who live in South City who live within 10 minutes well, I walked of in the station before you. Before they did. And Gaines here before Chris you. Chris turned into the parking lot before I did. But again, taking into account, I had to get on three different highways to get here. I consider myself the winner of the day. Did you see a car in that parking lot that resembled mine? I I don't know. I don't I don't keep up with your personal life. I don't know what type of vehicle you drive. All white people's cars look the same to Travis. Well, I kind of do. He drives a Prius. You never I seen do. a brother drive a Prius. Have you ever seen a brother drive a Prius? I really haven't actually. Never seen a brother drive a Prius. I wonder what my reaction would be if I ever saw a brother driving a Prius. Hey, what you doing? Yeah, we'll get to that later on in the uh, second hour That's today. Right. That's right. Uh, plenty to talk about. Um, believe we've got uh, most valuable topics. MVT starts now. Trav, start us off, man. I want to kick this bad boy off. We, of course, love discussing comedy. And from time to time, we'll jump in to 
of course, national politics. But uh, a fan favorite, a guy that I enjoy watching, a guy that has been on fire. If anybody's certain, certainly uh, had the Trump presidential bump, if you will, it's been one Stephen Colbert. His Tonight Show, has, the ratings have just been absolutely through the roof since he's decided to essentially make his show a little bit more political. He's kind of taking he, – he kind of played it safe to start. He was very objective. He kind of wrote the middle. He wanted to get away from the character that he created for several years at Comedy Central. Well, he kind of got his uh, foot, if you will, into some hot water uh, recently in regards to a conversation that he had uh, in referencing the president of the United States. He goes after Trump very hard. He has been for essentially since the Donald Trump put his hand on the Bible – uh, but now there's this huge trending campaign on social media to get rid of one Stephen Colbert. Hashtag fire Colbert. He's been under a lot of pressure from people on the right from comments that he made in reference to the president and the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We won't go into details just yet, but I'll give you a, a, a bit of an idea as to what he said that has everyone in the uproar. He said, and I quote, you have more people marching against you, you being the president of the United States than cancer. You talk like a sign language gorilla who got hit in the head. In fact, the only thing your mouth is good for is being Vladimir Putin's blank holster. And the blank being the genitalia referencing that of the president Thanks for spelling of that Russia. Out. I just want to be very clear as to what Mr. Colbert said. So people are in an uproar, Chris. People are asking to fire Colbert. And uh, it's splitting America. That it is. That it is. <laughs> I, I- you're just, I think you're just going to see a new version of this every week or month with the, uh, with the current leader in office because there hasn't been any sort of change or move to moderacy or uh, you could, some would say sanity in certain points as far as, as how he's being presented and what he's doing uh, as far as policies go and things like that. I know Colbert is a big name and, and he is very unique, but... I think this is just going to be an ongoing thing. And I, I'm not even kidding. Like, this may be a four-year. They're battling with someone every every month. Well, absolutely. And it's the current state of comedy, current state of entertainment. And I, I see a lot more articles these days discussing the world of entertainment in the era of Trump. So we'll go a little bit more into detail later in the show about finding that fine balance of providing comedy, providing satirical commentary, and at the same time showing perhaps respect for the office and respect for the leader of the free world. Is there a balance? Can one do it, especially in this current climate? That's what we'll get into later today on St. Louis Live. Nice. Gaines, what are you going to get into? My MVT is Verizon is paying the NFL $21 million for a Jaguars game in London. (laughs) It's not broadcasted on national TV this year. They will be uh, broadcasting it over a few platforms. AOL still exists. That's a thing. Congrats. All right, AOL. Go90. Don't even know what that is. And Complex.com. Go90 is like a new live streaming service that's blowing up. They're doing a lot of original content. So Verizon's looking to shut out some dough, eh? Yeah, so the NFL gets $21 million for one I'm signed to Verizon. 8.30 8.30 a.m. kickoff Central Standard Time. Ooh. Ravens, Jaguars. $21 million. $21 million. Mm, 
yum, 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 yum. Interesting. <laughs> uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later. We can break it down. And uh, I found a story on Consequence of Sound. Uh, it's kind of just—it's an Adidas shoe. It has a Roland TR808 drum machine built right in to the shoes. So that's my MVT. <laughs> Your MVT. That's right. It's really cool tennis shoes. Hey, I, I mean, we can all tackle uh, farcical <laughs> uh, comedy like you, or we could switch it up. You know, uh, drum machines are a big part of my life. You're not even a fashion guy. Do you even like buying shoes? Listen, I've been around a lot of uh, audio engineers lately, oh. and uh, I'm, I'm motivated. To talk about Adidas and their 808 shoes. Uh, text coming in, 314-880-0808. Uh, Birch with an I texting in says, explain what the blank is again, Travis. I, I won't do Slower. that. Slower. I think we all have Slower a too. idea. I and uh, and uh, Tony the Plow Douse. Oh, wow. Second show. <laughs> and Maddie Bear texting in something about a spool sample. Tony the Plow Douse has the nerve to come after our company... Our entity, our show. He's Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler. Don't you dare talk about Adam Sandler. He don't did that on it. Friends of Wall last He has the nerve. There's like, gonna... like, we don't send lawyers his way because of his name. We could do it. We could point his ass out. We could snitch, but we don't. Could we talk about this for a second? I'm upset. You guys are, uh, this has become woven into the fabric of St. Louis Live, We Are Live, Free Play Media. So we had a listener bring up that he watched sandy wexler on netflix last night beautiful movie Gaines vehemently defended it i, I state your purpose at michael before he does i, I generally thank you Travis. i'm a fan of michael Gaines, generally speaking but there are days and moments where he does things that make me want to i guess you can say vomit out of my nose and your support of adam sandler films really hurts your credibility long term and the fact that you're going to right now attempt to defend Sandy Wexler on Netflix, I worry could drag down the brand that is Michael Gaines. So before you go any further, please take the time to think about what you're going to say in defense of this film. Are you ready? Yeah. You sure you want to go forward? Yeah. All right. It's it, Here's the deal. Sandler's like the guy I went to like grade school with, and then we went to high school he still wears. Oh, wait, did he? Did his dad send him to your grade school because he was uh, a goof up and he didn't want to give him the family business? Go one, Chris. Get his ass. Great movie, <laughs> Billy Madison. Great movie. No, but he he's like you know, and then he st- he still wears the Letterman's jacket now, and we're twenty five, and it's a little weird. But like, I'm loyal to the guy. Like, I'm still gonna go get a beer with him every time he wants to go get a beer. Like, Happy Gilmore was the first movie, inappropriate movie that I ever watched. So, you know, I, I got a little something for Adam. So you you're know? okay with a grown man walking around in a Letterman jacket? No, I'm not okay with it, but I went to grade school with him, so I got to deal with it. <laughs> I look. You're still inviting him over to the barbecue. Yeah, and, like, my friends are all like, stop it. Like, come on. He's got to move on with his life. you got to move on with your life. He can't be sleeping in your baby's crib on Friday night. <laughs> and I'm like, but he's just a good guy. I think Adam Sandler is a good guy. I think Adam Sandler makes absolutely wretched films. And I see that's think not true, though. He, uh, okay, can you tell me the plot of uh, of uh, Sandy Wexler? Yes. Well, well, hey, breaking, breaking. Uh-oh. Hey, and we do not condone this one bit. But PB's pancreas texting in a photo of uh, Mike Piazza auto body and says this guy sucks. <laughs> That's amazing. Please leave the lovely people of Mike Piazza Auto Body alone. They are not the real Mike Piazza. 
Well, they're the real Mike Piazza, I bet but they, not the Mike Piazza you want. I bet they love St. Louis food. I'm sure they do. Leave those good folks alone. Uh, I heard him say he hated St. Louis food. No, that was that was the formerly the Harlem that was the, guy with, that was the guy with the back knee who's never taken anything, uh, allegedly. Come on. Mr. Mike Piazza of Mike Piazza Auto Place, please. We're sorry. Giamatti chiming in. Uh, again, we haven't even said hello to Giamatti today. I, I'm beside myself. Oh I'm my sorry, God. guys. <laughs> well, John, John uh, Giamatti Rudolph on the, uh, on, on the board today. Hello from the other side. Uh, no, due, due to a very, very smart uh, business decision, uh, board ops are not allowed to speak on our show and uh, that's how uh, that's how we communicate with John. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I think it will. I actually think it will. But uh, Giamatti says funny people was a little too depressing for him. I thought that Agreed. was one of his better ones. I actually, I thought. And that like, was a Judd Apatow movie. That wasn't an Adam Sandler movie. I, I thought, I, you know tomato, what? Tomato, tomato. I, I don't, I didn't mind funny people. Gone Girl was not a Tyler Perry flick. Tomato, uh, tomato. No. Was uh, it? I mean, kind of technically. Tyler Perry was in it in more than 15 minutes. I think that technically counts as a Tyler Perry movie. Like when he was in Star Trek, I consider that a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> Tyler Perry's in Star Trek? Yeah. He's in Star Trek. It's what a great heck is No, you don't on. get to say what the heck what's going on when Adam Sandler can do another eight-picture deal with Netflix. He ain't in Star Trek. He's still putting out That's content. A big, man, Northside Gas Man. Podcasted the show last night. I haven't heard from the Northside Gas Man. It's good to be back on the radio here, these uh, <laughs> these voices. Podcasted the show last night. It was lit. Does Gaines have any NBA lockdown blowout winners to bet on? Love the show. Thanks. <laughs> no, please do not open up that side to Michael Gaines. He does not need to show the world. That For those that aren't aware, a seemingly mild-mannered uh, private school educated, both uh, high school and college, and grade school. Michael and, oh, and preschool. Okay, okay. it was assumed. Okay. Relax. Makes me he has a bit of a problem. <laughs> but what? we can't call it an official problem because he's, <laughs> he's in the black. He is. He really isn't a problem until you start losing, right? Yeah, I think that's how it works. <laughs> I mean, you can neglect your family and uh, not have a social life as long as you're up a dollar. Would you like, bet your life? Then on the next Adam Sandler film to be a blockbuster. Well, define blockbuster. No, because you, because well, blockbuster to whom? Adam Sandler is cashing in like that's every what one I mean. of these. True. Yeah. If Adam Sandler released a film today, like into theaters, major theaters worldwide, do you think after the first weekend it would be the number one film in America? What was Grown Ups or Grown Ups Two? Because that was very recent. Was it the number? Because it had to be close. I don't know. Way Grown Ups Two hit number one. Grown Ups had to be. No way. Grown Ups was number one. I refuse to give Adam Sandler that much credit. And the reason why I refuse, but that was a black movie because Chris Rock was in it. Ah, you gotta Correct. have. You gotta have three. You gotta have three. That's the rule. You his know. Kids you know. Some of his, his wife. Yep. You would have had me at Grown Up Two. Well, shut up. I just. <laughs> what about it? What about his entourage that was probably on the uh, payroll of the film? But his entourage was was the cast. Bunch of, bunch of white Jewish writers. <laughs> I'm about to say, you saw him in the movie. That's it. Grown Ups grossed 162 million dollars. Oh my god. Grown Ups Two grossed 133 million dollars. You know what they say, Chris? That's why Trump ruined. Mm-hmm. $162 million? That's how for much? For Grown Ups in 2010 and Grown Ups 2 in 2013, $133 million. <laughs> America, <laughs> they're so mad. America so should be a, mad. Be, because 
America should either be ashamed of itself or recognize the hypocrisy in that they're okay supporting Adam Sandler, but never going out to see a Tyler Perry film. I'm disgusted at this nation right now. That people, because you guys sit up here and defend Adam Sandler, but Chris is so quick to lean on, man, Tyler Perry puts on a wig, man. Tyler Perry's highest grossing film is Medea Goes to Jail at $90 million. <laughs> An incarceration story. That's a redemption story, I would say, Chris. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this it's all about redemption. Oh, it's an incarceration story to you because it's a sister that's going to prison. But it doesn't say you don't even want to talk about how. Yeah, she- because I think it's a, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. That's messed up, man. It's messed up. Brandon and St. Charles, great to hear uh, Carly and Chris back on the air. Travis, suck it. Oh, that's, that's fair. Not, not even worth mention. a mention for Gaines. <laughs> Gaines gets so sensitive. It's not like Gaines wedged his way into the marquee at all. Just wedged his way yeah, on in. I mean, for a, a, it, that's the most athletic feat a big man has ever pulled off. <laughs> you, th- you, pe- you know, people say Jerome Bettis was a Hall of Famer. Well, a lot of it's official. That was okay. Gaines tiptoeing into our marquee has really just. Tip the scales in his favor. I, well, one, I love the way that you just said tips the scales. When he I, was kinda, I was kind of, I was kind of tossing that for you. I didn't say it, but if you wanted, but you said it. No, can you at least, at least side with me on this? Gaines wedging his way into our marquee after all the hard work that you and I put into this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that an a example of, of white privilege? Can you at least get on board with me on that one? I won't call it white privilege. I'll say. Um, Elitist private school assumptiary behavior. <laughs> you just said that's a fair, like forty words right. to say white privilege. Anything to not say. <laughs> well, you know, for somebody that doesn't want to focus in on color of skin and uh, and things of, of white that. Your skin, Chris, is a mindset. <laughs> Don't assume my race. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, Pepe, will Travis be my date to the next Jason Siegel premiere? I'll give him the red card. Don't even do that. See, now the audience just wants to get Chris fired up because Chris goes Big. harder for Jason Siegel than any mediocre comedian on earth. Yeah, me- mediocre. Here we, we go. We are starting a new little uh, segment called the Morning Melee. Oh. I think uh, we should do a little Sandler-themed Morning Melee oh. today. How does it work? It's a spice of meatball. For our uh, listeners, we're going to put some uh, polls out on our social media sphere. Careful Go to the now. Facebook page for We Are Live. And uh, you will be able to vote on uh, and and something we disagree with in the first couple hours of the show. And I'll, then at the end of the show, happens. we'll show the results. Can, can, we, can we preview it now? Yeah, what so how does it work? I, I think well I would like I think to put the argument to bed. I, I want to know if Tyler he, Perry Perry or Adam Yes, Taylor. if it was the last film you had to watch for the rest of your life and it was either a Adam Sandler film or a Tyler Perry film, which one are you choosing? I think that's not, great. Now, not even close. Now now here's the thing before St. Louis jumps into this, recognize that you are considered one of the most segregated cities in America. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. So I, we're no, not no, just no, going to no, put no, a blind no, no, no. poll I'm, I'm just saying. We're going to qualify. I'm just saying. We're, I'm, we saw you what know, happened with the city of Boston over the last two days and how they were portrayed. Uh, we know the current state of race relations in the city. So all I'm saying, Chris, is something to consider for you listeners out there, how you want to be portrayed in the national media based on this vote. But if go you, ahead. If you supported the prosecutor in the Duke Lacrosse case, Ooh, you wow. probably want to watch a Medea movie. Oh, boy. I'll say that. Oh, boy, man. That is a. 
It's a large paintbrush. Lots of text coming in. I'll spare Travis some uh, Thank God. <laughs> some trouble from then. But if you want to be part of the show, call in, text in 314-880-0808. The St. Louis Cardinals are scheduled to play at 615 tonight. Hasn't been called yet. What do you think? They're going to call about 9 a.m.? They pushed it. I mean, they pushed it back from 1245 today. So yeah. I think they think they could do something with it. But, man, that's kind of – I miss I miss baseball a little it, bit. It, I will yeah. say this. I won't go as far as to, to to say this is affecting the Cardinals' play, but I would imagine that they're very frustrated at this point where they haven't been able to play a long streak of games for players to get into a rhythm, for everybody to get into a rhythm. I – I don't know the long-term effects of this, but being off every other day for the Cardinals the way it has been over the last week and a half, I would imagine could be a reason as to their more quote-unquote recent struggles and their inconsistency to play better defensively on the field. These guys are just, again, we're still very early in the season. These guys got a ton of reps, obviously, during spring training, but this can't help anyone's rhythm being off every other day, especially because of weather. And it's it's been just, it's not only just rainy, it's cold yeah. If the weather somehow clears up, uh, Cardinals are thirteen and thirteen. Milwaukee sitting at fourteen and fourteen. If the Cardinals can get a win, that'll put them at five and three to uh, to cap the current homestand. Uh, this is a stat from CBS Sports dating to two thousand fourteen. Brewers have lost fifteen series and split two against National League Central rivals, our very own. St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, anything in particular sticking out to you guys so far? I, it's as a huge fan, it's fun to keep up with every aspect. Uh, to maybe speculate is the manager's mindset affecting things. Reality is, baseball's such a long season. It's so tough for me to get super into people being more or less pissed off at Matheny, at mistakes, at different things. Starting pitching is pretty solid, so I think that can at least get them to a serviceable part. And there's not there's some there's some teams having issues out there as well. You have San Francisco's not looking great, right? Okay, San Francisco's early. struggling right. mightily, especially with Madison Baumgartner, exactly. who's going to be out indefinitely. No, I, I, I Mets Mets how many? Oh yeah, Syndergaard going yeah. down. I think it's it is very early in the season, but you we are we have a. a decent sample size as to what this Cardinal offense can do. I think pitching has been up and down. I think we're expecting Carlos Martinez to be better. He was better the other night. Uh, We're hoping Adam Wainwright gets a little bit better. We're still... He hasn't been complete garbage, though. Uh, I mean, he's done. uh, Yeah. Wow, you're writing off... The days of... like He can be a fourth or fifth starter in a rotation now, but he's not top three anymore. You think he's he's an effective four? Not yet. I think he's still learning with his new arsenal and not being able to, you know, paint it 93 on the black anymore with a dirty curveball. I mean, your curveball gets much more hittable when your fastball is 87 miles an hour. I think the Cardinals are what they are to both Chris's that's, point that's the and perfect, to the games. Yeah, it's, it's, are. I think they are. I think, they're a playoff team potentially. I don't. I, I don't yeah, think that's I mean, crazy. They, yeah. They, yeah, they were last year. I mean, like right. they finished one game out of the playoffs last year. So, like, it's to me the best way to describe the way the season has started is just yeah, seems about right. No, I completely right. agree. Yep. And I, I don't think there's. And, and to just piggyback off Chris's point, there, I don't think there's a, a necessary concern for panicking at this moment. Uh, at the same time, I, there's no one walking through that door that makes me think that this Cardinal team is going to be able to overtake or even keep up 
with the Cubs. Now, with that being said, we've seen the Cubs pitching rotation struggle as I predicted at the beginning of the season because I thought while Lackey has been a great pitcher, obviously getting a little bit older, a lot more wear and tear on that arm. He's struggled a bit this year. Arietta's come down to earth, though he had a strong start last night. I, I think the Cubs rotation won't allow them to just simply run away with it. With that being said, they don't necessarily need to with that offense. And now, here's well, the thing. And that, with the division they play. Yeah. Exactly. And now we're seeing something that a lot of St. Louis Cardinal fans aren't on the phone lines these days talking too much about. Jason Hayward's starting to heat up. Jason Hayward's starting to swing a better bat. So, the, you know, that's Man, a guy that you He's you so confusing to me. He's gotten a whole, whole lot of credit for being – for supposed to be being something well again he had i think the situation worked out for him last year and we talked about this before is that he was allowed to hide essentially in that lineup because (laughs) of guys like rezzo and bryant yeah and so they hit him like saddam in the spider hole and (laughs) and i thought more than anything i thought if anybody needed the cubs to win the world series last year more than anyone it was certainly jason hayward again the cubs go out spend the money that they spend for hayward and while defensively he was amazing won a gold glove Offensively, he was absolutely detrimental. But again, because of of guys like Brian and Rizzo, uh, they easily were able to overcome it and obviously win the world title. But now that you got a guy like Hayward that's hitting better, you got Bryant finally starting to warm up. I still think the Cubs are obviously the favorite. And I don't believe right now the Cardinals have anything to keep up with them. And the fact that the Cubs are still within striking distance at the moment, considering how inconsistent the Cardinals have played, is a bit of a blessing. So. A lot of baseball still left, and I'm with Chris. It's no need to start. I don't think that we're at a point where we really need to start hampering down on on Mo or Matheny, uh, but I believe we have seen enough of this Cardinal team to know that I don't see them going on a consistent eight, nine-game winning streak throughout the season. I think they're going to have to just try to win series here and there in order to keep up for that wild-card spot. More stats just uh, from CBS Sports here. Uh, as far as Wainwright goes, over the years, 15-8, and 2.19 ERA, and 29 starts, 36 total appearances uh, against the Brewers. I like those numbers. That's impressive. It's not bad at all. No, I'm excited to see. It, it's, it's just nice that it's baseball season because there's a lot of different things uh, happening around St. Louis that aren't always that exciting <laughs> as far as baseball goes. If they can just keep it competitive – Keep people interested. It's good for the economy. It's fun. It's it's a better as far as our jobs go. Right. We don't have to cover the Cardinals super heavy, but it's nice to be able to talk about uh, compelling matchups and and obviously games. Did you guys want to get into what happened? Absolutely. No, I think to that point, it's a great segue. I think we. I agree. I <laughs> believe uh, folks love going to Cardinals games, and when, honestly, uh, knowing folks and how fun the baseball experience is down at Bush. I think the Cardinals can actually play as mediocre as they played over the last month, and I think people will still go down. I think Cardinals will still get 3.2, 3.3 million through the gate this year. I don't think that's a huge concern for them. But uh, something did happen uh, the other day at Bush uh, that combined uh, the best of both worlds, Chris. It combined Cardinal baseball and St. Louis violence. And what better opportunity uh, than have those two merge when a stray bullet hits a fan in the arm. <sighs> Where do you start with this? Uh, St. Louis, get out of your own way. Uh, 
I, I, there's no, well, you know, it happens. No, it's not supposed to happen ever. Uh, unfortunately. Now, to be fair, it was a stray bullet, and it could have been someone shooting a gun off in the air, and it hit. Like, I mean, that's it not was. O- that's it, not okay. No, but it, we don't know where it came from. We don't know who shot it. We don't know. Like my, my, I guess my thing is, it wasn't like someone did. did a drive-by behind the Stan Musial statue at a bunch of Cardinal fans heading into the game. So before everyone jumps on this, uh, oh my God, the Crimson Bloods are apparently uh, teaming up <laughs> to have a bit of well, a rivalry I, I mean, at personally, Village. I, I know one of the members of uh, Funky Butt Brass Band got hit at Broadway Oyster Bar whenever there was this rolling gun battle thing happening. I don't know what happened at Bush with that bullet, but it's just it's it's so disheartening to hear these random stories, and then you have the Cardinals' name drug into it as well. Is and that then, for media purposes, though? Of course it is, because you can say, oh, look, St. Louis, and it, you get to trash St. Louis. You get to say, oh, Cardinals think they're so squeaky clean. So it's it's frustrating from that point. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, this does happen an awful lot. I remember this happens all the time as weather gets a little nicer. There's always, I say always, in the last few years, there's been a lot of stories. You'll have either rolling gun battles or something like this. I don't know what this is we particularly. Don't, well, the bullet had to be shot in the air just for it to make sense because oh, she, well, was, she was sitting absolutely. at the dugout. Absolutely. So, so, but fan, so just to give everybody a bit of an idea for who are not familiar with the story, a fan suffered a minor injury Tuesday during the Cardinals' brewer, win over the Brewers. The woman received medical attention at the stadium, was interviewed by police, and went home. Police say the bullet was fired from outside of Bush Stadium and grazed the arm of a woman who was seated near the first base line. According to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, Christine Byers, police Sources told buyers they received a call at a gunshots at an intersection less than a mile from the stadium. Believe the bullet might have come from that incident. The police haven't been able to confirm officially if that's the case, but that is the going belief right now for the police department that it was uh, from a, a gunshots at an intersection about a mile away, less than a mile away from the stadium. Um, can you, Travis, this is a question for you. Yeah. So can you wear that bullet around your neck now? Should be able to. Like if you, like that's, some, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a street badge. You just wear that around the block. I'm glad she's all right. Is. No, and, I and, think they're and, only. Yeah, she is all right. That that obviously could have been horrific. Yeah, on so many levels. Um, it's kind of very creepy, and I don't know the physics, but my God, I didn't know a bullet from a mile away made its way to Bush inside the stadium. Like that's. Oh my God! When you get a Bill Nye on that, that's intense. I, my thing is, I, I want. I think the narrative is going to be obviously it's going to speak to St. Louis violence. My only thing is, well, we I discuss, hope maybe it'll do a good thing and keep shining a light and I, let people find better solutions. I see, to that's it. the thing. I don't. I don't think it will. I think what it will do is be commentary for everyone else, and we'll move on. Like I think that's what's Possible. been the case consistently. When it comes to these quote-unquote incidents, it's it's like the only time people care about violence is if you find a way to bring in the biggest name in the city to associate with it. I, so what bigger name than the St. Louis Cardinals and violence? So now people will pay attention to it. Now, mind you, the incident could have been extremely, extremely severe if it that bullet goes one way or the other. Obviously, if there was a child involved, it, it could have been – if it hit a player, it could have been really terrible. Uh, but I, I – I'm curious to watch the commentary unfold because I think we have a very weird way sometimes of discussing violence in St. Louis. It's almost a, well. I mean, I, I live in a neighborhood, and it's it, and it's not 
like houses are selling for 20% over uh, over market value in Tower Grove right now and there's it's just acceptable to kind of laugh and say gunshots or fireworks shouldn't be okay with that no it should not and it's just <laughs> it's not something we should giggle about no catch one of those through your window it's not very funny it, it i i don't know it just it's one of those things where well if we choose to Go into it. Uh, we could have a three-hour-long discussion with sociology, uh, physics, and and population involved. Or we could say, yeah, not a good thing, and you just go on and hope it doesn't happen again. And honestly, it's much easier to go with the shorter version of that because maybe this is an isolated thing. It's not related to all the other stuff, but right. there's no figuring it out. So you could drive yourself insane. And I think that's the thing. I think that is the situation like – I would imagine that down at City Hall this morning, there's a, a little oh, there's bit people, more there's people, people paying attention. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and I think if there's one thing I've learned, I think it's maybe not anything that I needed to learn. I think everyone understands is that uh, that's, quote, unquote, sacred territory downtown. Yes. Like, they, I think essentially well, everyone. It, there's not much. Yeah, well, and I think everyone would essentially say, yeah, it would be the walking dead if you. You didn't have St. Louis baseball perhaps downtown right now. It's already a struggle to get people to the downtown area as it is. And this situation certainly won't help. But I would imagine City Hall is going to is moving at a faster pace this morning or will be this morning because this incident took place. Because it's it's a very freak situation, but it could have really been bad. I, I, I can't imagine the storyline across the country if that hit a child or if that hit a Cardinals player or or one of the players on the field. Oh, it's already just a a weird, scary story. And then you think about the other options, how scary, weird, insane it could have gotten. Absolutely. It would now, be it'd be a nightmare. Now to your point, and you've said this before in the past, Chris, why do you believe that Sometimes these particular incidents could stir action. Do you think it does? Do you think it will? Or will, again, I believe, be the type of commentary that we generally get around gun shootings in the city of St. Louis? Uh, You just wonder if something like the Cardinals in downtown and Cardinals games that are so sacred to people around the area, whether it's city folks or people within 300 miles of Bush Stadium, it has become something. It's a tradition. It's something that's important. So you think, okay— I know there's a million people that do work hard. Even You can even yell at the previous city administration, the new city administration, whatever you want to say. There are some things being done, whether they're correct or not. I'm, you know, sure. I'm not going to debate that right now. But whenever you look at these things, it's like, well, maybe this is the spark that finally says, enough, all right, knock it off. We have to attack this at its base, and we have to do it strategically. Uh, I mean, shut everything down and figure it out and make it work for everybody, not just a wide-sweeping, oh, no guns and uh, we arrest on site if you look like a, a criminal. Like, that stuff doesn't work. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying in a situation like this where you have something potentially so sacred to so many people, you would have to think that this would motivate and make you just look into this a little further because again it's hitting you where it's the most important is it not i mean economically oh, i would say the cardinals are 
you know, one of the most important businesses in the city and state, right? Absolutely. I, I would think so as far as tourism and, and I'm Oh, sure. Absolutely. Sure and the money that go. they generate certainly for not only the city but the state of Missouri. We are aware of an incident last night in which a fan reported being struck by a stray bullet that presumably originated from outside the stadium. The Cardinals said in a statement the fan was treated for an abrasion and a bruise on her arm at first aid and release. She was interviewed by police who are investigating the matter. There is nothing more important than the safety of our fans, and the Cardinals are grateful that no one was seriously injured. We will be sharing more information with the media as further details emerge. It is uh, a truly frightening situation. I, um, I To Chris's point, I, I think, I, I, think I, I, I guess my cynical view, if you will, is that I, I hate when folks are ready to to get into formation, if you will, to quote the great Beyonce, when it when things like this happen, only when it hits the quote unquote prize parts of St. Louis. Oh, I, yeah, I, I'm completely in agreement with that too, because it's just it's one of those things where it's like this is when you when you're so short sighted that you don't think that just because you're in a neighborhood that's uh, got a little bit better tax base. And you're two blocks from a terrible neighborhood where people are getting shot and robbed right. and, and taken advantage of. Uh, that's going to leak into your neighborhood at some point. Oh, or if not your neighborhood, it's going to happen to you because it's being allowed to go on and because you're not. And I'm not I'm not I don't even know where to lay blame, but it's going to happen to you when you're at the gas station. It's going to happen to you when you're at a stop sign. If you're not taking action and even just geographically, not even philosophically, like we should help. Like, listen, here's how crime statistics work. If it's happening a quarter mile this way, it will bleed into your path at some point. So it's with for everyone's benefit that you would want to fix this. And in my experience in, I don't know, what have I lived in the city? Five, six years total, something like that. Well, we said it, before. it just doesn't feel like there's ever enough being done or at least public sentiment isn't focused in the right direction. There you go. You said it perfectly right there. You said public sentiment, and I think that's where we are with the commentary of this situation. Because, again, my thing is it's easy to tweet or go on Facebook and say, oh, here goes St. Louis being violent again. It's interesting when people care about what's going on in the city of St. Louis when it's attached to something that they deeply love, when, to your point, there are communities like in Tower Grove and throughout Northside City St. Louis that struggle with this every day, and a lot of folks – barely bat an eye as to what's going on. But, and again, this is an extremely dangerous situation, and we're not attempting to make light of it or say this wasn't important because a stray bullet, that could have gone anywhere. They could have hit anybody in that stadium. Like, there are obviously close to 35,000 to 43,000 Cardinal fans on a given sure. night inside a Bush Stadium. And that could have hit anyone. Yeah, absolutely. It could have hit and a player, could have hit a coach. Just to have a, a lot, just a relaxed approach, and I'm not saying this about Police force, government, whatever. I, I just as a whole, we got to do something different. And unfortunately, uh, I don't see it happening at the moment because of how people are reacting to this. So I, it, we, it is we, what it is. And we talk about safety from time to time in stadiums. And one thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna set this up for our fair file at the top of the hour for you to submit for an opportunity uh, for a twenty five dollar coupon to Fairway Automotive. Who says coupon? Because the coupon did did, uh, coupon? did Gaines's great aunt just walk in? <laughs> we have a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Fairway Automotive. That's a coupon gift certificate. Tomato, tomato. What's the difference? Can I trade it for a spaghetti noodle? 
but the, but there's the thing that, that I, did not feel good. I just jumped <laughs> you, in. I, know, right? I just jumped Dude, in yeah. on your racist rant yeah, towards Italian Americans, yeah, and going, I am guys. not feeling. Chris, uh, Chris, try this. Try to forget about it. I, 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 I have more integrity than right. that. You're German, not really. I'm not a, I don't have a good on. Italian, uh, yeah. and it's not even because I care about Gaines' heritage. I just I don't feel I'll deliver a good performance, <laughs> so I'm not going to put that out there. Hey, Beef Momo checking in, uh, and boy, is he. Wow. Oh, Morning, man. babes, and Beef Momo is back. Oh, I'll just man. say that. You didn't have to. Birch with an eye, community involvement, and unique effective leadership will help our fair mound city. And shoot, it was just a nine mil. Settle down, yo. <laughs> Classic St. Louis. <laughs> Your thoughts on gun violence, 314-880-0808. Will it affect Mark McGuire's legacy in the nine o'clock hour? <laughs> I'm curious, though. The, the, I, we talk about safety in stadiums. And last month, we saw the uh, Arkansas state legislature decide to... Uh, move forward with uh, a new gun law measure that allows fans to bring their weapons inside of stadiums. Now, <laughs> um, and I believe yeah. it's been repealed, though. It has been repealed. The SEC put pressure on the state to do that. Wow, the power of the SEC. There was a nice outside the line special about it. Man, the fact that it got that far. Is scary to me. And, and look, I, I'm I mean, not saying people aren't responsible gun owners. Well, because if our country is showing anything, we are extremely responsible when it comes to our guns. But I, I can't imagine that really taking on a life of its own and becoming a theme throughout state legislatures throughout the country. And I know <laughs> that we, and look, but here's the thing there is that thing that said, and listen, uh, I'm, uh, I'd probably say pro-responsible gun ownership. I, I guess that's a decent thing to sure. lean on, right? Because uh, I don't like. I'm not scared. I, I am scared of some of the people who are allowed to have them. Oh yeah, what they look like, Chris? Uh, missing a couple teeth. Oh yeah, and uh, they have rat-like features, oh. and uh, they appear to be from uh, from like a den and a tree. You're naming a near Batman near blood. a near a pond. Oh. <laughs> So take your take your racial assumptions elsewhere. Yeah, uh, so with that Arkansas law, the uh, SEC commissioner Greg Sankey threatened to remove uh, the Razorbacks from the SEC, and they repealed. <laughs> wait a minute! Go, Excuse, just wait, kidding! Wait, 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 wait! He threatened to kick Arkansas out of the SEC. Yeah, the bill the bill exempts concealed carry laws at collegiate athletic events now in Arkansas. This means the University of Arkansas's status within the SEC is not in jeopardy. SEC Commissioner Oof, Greg Sankey dang. says. So that, okay, so that's action. So what happens? Wait, if, what happens is, if man? <laughs> what happens if Manfred? If Manfred and they can't because of the union and everything. But just imagine, this is action. This is what I'm talking about. This is well, what yeah, Rob SEC's Manfred got calls, a lot of leverage. Well, though. no, no, no. They, of course they do. What if Manfred calls and he says, "If there's one more, I'm saying one more violent crime within a f- two mi- five miles okay. of Bush Stadium, your ass is going to the Independent League." How great would that be? Cardinals, you would see Mosellock kicking in doors himself. <laughs> John Mosellock, I'm going to need you to not commit this crime. I, that, that is a, a very serious. Uh, hey, 
That, I mean, that's how you get it done. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Now, that's very and I'm not even. And I was even going to toss up like, hey, in the world we're in today, somebody pulls out a knife and like the thing, the horrible thing that just happened at University of Texas. There's a knife attack. Somebody pulls out a knife. Be nice if your neighbor clipped that guy for you instead of you taking that knife to the ribs. But at the same time, if you have guns and alcohol and large groups of people, a couple people start popping off. You have a major incident. And I'm not ta- saying people aren't responsible with their firearms, but I am saying if they're around and they get real. <laughs> like, yes. like, just think about like, the sporting events you've been to. Yeah, think about where the things tailgating. have been like, oh, think about you the tailgating. You, you, you have people that aren't even that tough. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Really getting after it yeah. sometimes. And it's important to note, you can still bring a gun to history class okay. in Arkansas, okay. but oh, not wow. the football gun. Right. Um, this is fascinating because in that particular case, I believe, and I think folks on both sides of the aisle would agree to this, that the NRA is probably the largest, most powerful lobbying group in the, probably not only in the there's, country, right? St- their, their strategy has paid off 1,000%. It's, but in gun, this particular say, case. They say, they say yes. They don't say, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll give in to anything. No, they don't give in to anyone. And so to know that the SEC has almost similar weight in the way that they can. <laughs> NRA didn't have anything to say. No, the NRA said, all right, we'll uh, yeah, we yeah, this one out. We we get that, we, yeah. As long as we get in the history classes, we cool, but hey. not into the state. That's amazing. I knew the SEC was powerful. They sent like 700 players to the draft, by the way, this past weekend. Yeah. But th- to know that they literally go, we will kick you out of oh. the SEC if you move forward with that hey, bill. Hey, I'll be the SEC commissioner. You uh, be Arkansas. Hey, right. uh, hey, we think about bringing guns into our stadium because we have a right to protect us. Well, yep, yep. Hang on a second. Uh, what was your record last year in football? Uh, we Would were, you consider yourself a powerhouse? We're moving in the right direction. Uh, 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 any... Uh, did you guys have a big tournament run of basketball this year? We did. We were feeling good. Look, big, we are no, no, building. No. Sh- what? What did you bring any hardware home? Well, you know, well, well you know, we competed, and okay. we are Here's, a growing here, program. You know what? Who who is on the rise? Arkansas State. Oh, they're looking pretty good right now. Well, 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 I like you... the way they're uh, pushing things forward. And you know what? They don't allow guns at their games. Oh, uh, well, what you funny, saying? Funny how that works. Oh, uh, well, how's how's the Ohio Valley Conference sound for for your Razorbacks? Ooh. That's all you got to do. That was That's it. That's crazy. <laughs> so essentially, <laughs> so basically, the commissioner of the SEC could probably run for the nomination for the Republican Party. Like he could probably get more votes than Trump in four years. In the South, that's all you need. <laughs> especially when it comes to especially when it comes to football. Well, there's no history of dividing the country like that. Hey, real quick, uh, more importantly than the SEC commissioner and the Arkansas Razorbacks, uh, one Mister. So this is a texter making his glorious return to our show oh. on St. Louis Live. We have a text: The South and their gun laws can suck my ass, just like Trav. Oh, Ray King know. checking in. Oh, wow! Wow! What was that? Lit. Oh. The great rake. Why is he up so early? I think he's. I think he's employed. Oh, my ass. <laughs> Ray King texting your job's address. 
314 <laughs> requesting bleach. Are we going to do that? Are we just going to bleed in jokes from everything else? Is that oh. what we're going to... We're a mishmash of a show. Oh, bring all your, uh, <laughs> bring all your, your often used content from wherever it comes from, and have some fun with it. We appreciate, we really do appreciate everybody texting. In. It's great, That's to, power. great to hear I, from I, Ray I can't King. get over how powerful the, I like. I know that like to literally affect gun laws in the South. Powerful. That's powerful, man. Well, I, and this is just it's so it's it's not funny. I guess it's it's just a peculiar thing to pay attention to. Is this something where everybody goes? I mean, come on, we don't, we don't need this. I, I, I give credit. Look, I give credit, especially because a lot of the southern states and Missouri is included have a lot of Republican supermajority. So a lot of initiatives or agendas that the Republican Party in the South want to push forward, they have very little resistance to. So I'm not surprised. I wonder what the insurance rates. Part. I wonder if that's even it. If it wasn't even a call, I don't. It think- was like, hey, insurance will now be. One billion dollars per game at Arkansas games. You footing that bill, Arkansas? I would imagine. That Otherwise, would I'm kicking your ass out of the SEC. I, and I would imagine. Yes. And and again, no. And, and I, we, to Chris's point, you absolutely knew there was going to be some incident that's going to take place, whether it's inside the stadium or out. And again, this isn't to knock responsible gun owners, but when you have, uh, let's say, what what does the Texas A&M Stadium? about close to 101, 102,000 people, sure. 102,000 people. It just takes one guy with a gun to just get well, stupidly drunk and, and get pissed off because the 19-year-old kicker shanked one to right? lose the game. Yeah, that's true. If you're acting in, in rage and emotion. Yeah. And, uh, because college football and, fans and, and are southern, very reasonable your southern, your southern charm gets drank away. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not looking at something very fun. Well, you and I have attended several Mizzou tailgates. Several. Sure. And, we and I'm, see, sure, I'm sure plenty of those have had people carrying concealed man, we, weapons. We've seen people who are reputable members of the business community in St. Louis and, and or Kansas City, just to throw the, the trail off of us, uh, uh, you, do pretty... You look Ho- up you hula-, hula hooping with their own underwear on their head. I mean, what do you? Do you want to throw a revolver into that mix? Like, isn't that guy like general counsel to Hallmark? <laughs> why is he? Why is he just drinking MD twenty twenty with no clothes on? How about a? Uh, how about an international report? Oh, the Filipino president just sends death squads after you if you dissent. Not sure where I'm going with this text. That's from. <laughs> that's from Jason, king of all Filipinos, and he is. Uh, I would assume he's uh, above the Filipino president. Right? King. Because King, King's King. King, naturally. And then uh, KFB texting in, only three things the South loves more than guns, racism, spousal abuse, and football. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a, I would throw... That's a broad stroke. They enjoy things like buttermilk biscuits. I was going to say, I would... Barbecue. Not croissant. I would, not croissant. I would no, throw croissant. high caloric intake in as well. Some NASCAR in there, too. They love their NASCAR. Yeah. Vroom. <laughs> Uh, coming in with a NASCAR report at 8.30 today. So, essentially, if you want to run for, uh, like, national office, and maybe that's where she made her mistake. Maybe if Hillary simply put on a roll tie T-shirt, <laughs> she could have won. Don't blame Russia, Hillary. You could have. You could. She And she could have even not changed her policies, but just been like, I'm just a little dab a Democrat. <laughs> like, like can, you see, can you imagine, like, Hillary going down Basically turning into Forrest Gump's mom. <laughs> Where just did she a get little this bit. Southern twang from. Yeah. Well, yeah. She just rolled off Nick Saban stats. It's kind of like how Madonna sounded like she was from <laughs> London for about three years. <laughs> That's actually uh, 
and I love her to death. She's my favorite, but that's that's kind of Hillary. What, you not no. Well, I will, hey, clip, clip, no, don't will you clip that? that? No, don't do that, man. Don't we, we, we yeah. lose sponsors? Don't do it. Uh, though that's where Tina Turner is in this point. Like she, of course, is from rural Missouri, uh, but. Um, Excuse me, rural Tennessee. I was going to say, I was, yeah, rural I'm going to let you correct that. Yeah, real thank quick. you. Sorry about that. And she has like a Swedish accent now. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Like you, you did R and B and blues for 35 years, and now you have a Swedish accent. You're from like <laughs> bluegrass Tennessee. Man, there's a joke, and if it was the podcast, I would explore it. <laughs> I just want everyone to know out there. But speaking of which, where can they catch this said podcast that you speak Yeah, of? so if you check it out, and I was told by a friend, it's he's having issues finding it in the Google Play Store, but I do know on Podcast Republic for Android users, it's available. And obviously on iTunes, be sure to rate and review us. We do... So We Are Live is our, we'll say that's our staple brand. That's where we're pushing. That's what we want to grow, and that's what we want to have a ton of fun with. There's some realities attached to broadcasting and media. Uh, So FCC. Morning morning (laughs) Radio is an excellent way to connect with people in St. Louis. It lets us exercise our, uh, our, our local advertising relationships and also lets us get back in touch with people in a, in a great time. People are driving. We get to be part of that. So as we grow, follow us. We Are Live Radio is the website, weareliveradio.com. You can follow We Are Live Radio and this show, St. Louis Live. You can download it on the We Are Live Radio feed. We're going to let people get used to that. And then we'll break off a St. Louis Live radio-only feed before too long. But super easy to follow us. Everything we do online, it, it will keep up to date. I'm answering questions. Travis is being harassed. Gain, gains comments once a month. It's a good time. And if you join that Friends of Wall Facebook group, you can uh, you can have some insight into everything, too, today. Hey, what uh, do we want to announce in the 8 o'clock hour, fair or foul, for the listeners, what the topic will be? Well, I'll figure we can go with the... Right now. Yeah, let's, let's do go it. With that. Okay, hey, so here's how this works. Okay. $25 gift certificate to Fairway Automotive. You sure it ain't a coupon? I'll t- <laughs> you sure it ain't a coupon? Like, you can, like, cut it out with some scissors? Uh, <laughs> or fold it if you don't have any scissors? I, like, tear I, 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 I'd like car work done. <laughs> do you accept my coupon? <laughs> like Old Bay. <Bane>. Kind of. <laughs> I have the Batmobile. <laughs> I am not the original owner. The title was lost. <laughs> do, do you work on foreign and domestic? Fairway Automotive they does. Do. They, they, do. Do. they do. They do. They do. Uh, so we'll give away a $25 gift certificate to be used at Fairway Automotive. You can use it on uh, if they have air fresheners. Yeah, they do. You can use it towards uh, oil changes. Uh, or maybe you can just go there and loiter in their lobby and drink free coffee for two say, hours. Yeah, can we, can That's my favorite to do just when I'm waiting around on Jason <laughs> to talk to him. <laughs> hey, you think I'm not going to get paid for this? I'm going to drink that uh, that delicious coffee you have for people in the, in the waiting room. Take your gift certificate, sit in the lobby, and just stare at Jason for two hours. Just do that. You can do that for 25 bucks. He wouldn't mind. Yeah. So here's what we do now. So Fair or Foul is a mundane segment that we, we have put out to pasture. We give fair amount to the people. My bane is gained. We, we did give this. it to the we people. Did this ye- we did this yesterday. Fair file, a segment, award-winning segment, mind you. We're giving it to the people. So we're coming up with a topic every day now, and we'll give you a prize at the end of the show. Unbelievable submissions yesterday. It, we felt like we were in the middle of a correspondence dinner. I mean, it was <laughs> hilarious. There were about... We got to read probably 11 of the 30 submissions, and we loved it. So we're going to keep it going. Uh, Jamie Crock won uh, 
two Cardinals tickets yesterday. Today we'll give away gifts to get to Fairway Automotive. And what we do is give you the topic. And then in the same vein that we uh, we rant and rave about about a topic in Fair or Foul, which is still a segment on the Uncensored Podcast, We Are Live Radio, you submit that to St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. All spelled out S A I N T Live Radio. St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com, right? Indeed. Send that in. What's the topic? The topic is very simple, actually, and this will be good for the nice red state that is Missouri. Guns inside of stadiums. Fair. Foul. Give us your best submission, St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. Guns inside of stadiums. Why is that fair or foul? Email that in. Best one. We'll read them at the end of the show, and uh, and we'll give you a $25 gift to it to Fairway Automotive. The show, St. Louis Live, Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, Michael Gaines, Giamatti on the board. Quick break. Be right back. Love. 